Bellevue is indeed a, a group of persons that like to organize uh, meetups. It kind of all started in 2019, I think, uh, when we went to View Amsterdam. Uh, we were like, we need this in Bellevue yeah. too. The cool thing about uh, the networking part as well. It was at an awesome venue in a football stadium. Uh, but at that night, there was also a football match. So that really went crazy. Welcome everyone to another episode of uh, Coffee with Developers. Uh, today we are here with Cyprian Villemot. He is located in Antwerp province in Belgium. He's a front-end developer at Euricom. He's a core team member of Chakra UIView and a co-organizer of Bellevue. We will see in a second what that is. Welcome, Cyprian. Hey, thanks for having me, Mark. Awesome to be here. How are things going, Cyprian? Everything good? Everything good, everything busy. Um, yeah, yeah, enjoying life so far. <laughs> okay, awesome. So uh, first in your, the first point in your bio is uh, Euricom. Can you tell us something like... Uh, what you're currently working at? So yeah, I work for Uricom. Um, we're more like a consultancy company. Um, so most of the developers, like I think all of them, are placed at clients and they do all different projects there. Uh, my focus is in the uh, is indeed on like uh, front end development, mainly on Vue.js. Um, and nice. the, yeah, I'm really happy that that I can. I'm I'm now like for almost two years professionally. Um, working with Vue.js, it's a real difference than do it on your own time. And well, so the client I work for, the project there I'm, that I'm doing is I'm part of the team that builds uh, a design system there. And that design system is used in all, yeah, most of the projects, um, the other projects at that client. So it's really cool to see components that you build and stuff getting reused. Um, and besides that, I think also one of the things that um, Ericom also puts value into is like the community um, thing, like they support public speaking, etc. Um, nice. Yeah, that's real cool. Yeah. So yeah, you said now about the, the design system you, you're doing for for these clients. We come back to that later because you're also working with that uh, on open source. But let's first get into uh, the what I mentioned, the Bellevue uh, meetup. So it's Bellevue. Can you tell us first a little bit what it is and then maybe how, how it all uh, started? All right. Yeah. So, well, Bellevue is indeed a, a group of persons that like to organize uh, meetups, like view-related meetups. Uh, and for, for now, we are really focusing on Belgium, uh, mostly on the... The Flemish part of Belgium, um, and uh, what we do is, yeah, we organize view-related meetups. Uh, we try to have the most awesome speakers there, um, and um, these are after-work things. You know, like you can go to after work. We have pizza, nice. fries, or, yeah. or something, and then a few uh, talks. Yeah, so uh, I have been a um, member of Bellevue as well, or core organizer of Bellevue since yeah. last year, but I don't actually know the story, how it all started. So you are one of the founders as well, right? 
Yeah. Can, can you tell us a little bit how it all got started? How did you, with the other co-organizers or co-founders, in, in that sense, how did all, did all uh, start? Yeah. It kind of all started in 2019, I think, uh, when we went to view Amsterdam. Uh, the first time oh, we nice. went there uh, with a few colleagues. And, and when we were there, we were amazed, you know, like the venue, the the speakers, the whole thing. And uh, we were like, we need this in Belgium too. <laughs> Um, of course, this was like way, way too high for us. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> then we were, were, were looking at the conference, if there were like, uh, you know, on meetup.com or something. If there were already um, uh, meetups, uh, meetup groups that are view related in Belgium. And we noticed that there was, I think, one. Uh, but I wasn't very, very active. So we were like, let's try this. So we, with a few colleagues, um, you know, like... Um, Wim, Lars, um, Pouter, uh, Nane, uh, and me. I think that's the original group that started the whole thing. Um, we started with, yeah, with the ID. And the focus then was just Antwerp. So like province Antwerp. Um, and we started under the name View Antwerp. Um, we had, a f yeah, I think uh, one or two meetups. Um, and it went really great. It was real fun. And... Um, <clears throat> like for one of the meetups right before um Anana, she um found um that like how do you say it like yeah she found a tweet from gusto online and he was doing a view tour let's say mm -hmm. where he was going around um europe mainly and and to talk about yeah the community of UGS and stuff and i got in contact with him and i invited him over and we had um yeah an amazing time like he came to one of the meetups he gave a talk there we spent some time networking um him uh and 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 one thing led to another you know like because he was uh, well like um involved in the community mm -hmm. the, the year after that like i think it was 2020 um few amsterdam 2020 i don't know if that's possible I'm like thinking now because 2020 yeah. was like the yeah yeah, um, yeah it was the last the last one the before last the one, pandemic last, yes okay, yes yeah In so February. that one the um, he was also like organizing a um, view community day at view Amsterdam I don't know if oh, you nice. were there I was like there the... but I didn't see anything about that might have mm. anyway it was my first VJS Amsterdam. Mm. Yeah, uh, being as an attendee, so everything was overwhelming. So too much, too much information, too much of everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like the the first day, like uh, the Wednesday, and it was more special, a more special event because it was not in the venue of View Amsterdam. It was in a different location, like in the headquarters of Passionate People, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. And it was mainly for the people that were involved in the View GS community, like, um, yeah organizers of meetups of conferences uh, library maintainers the core team etc and then the, we, we, we yeah came went to that location just to network like um, also have like panel chats and stuff it was really cool uh, and then I met like some people uh, you know like I met I think I, met, I mainly met with Charles uh, etc um, uh, and from there, there was also another idea that was created. I know it's going to be a pretty long story, so <laughs> bear with me. Um, and other idea was created and it was like uh, Worldview. And Worldview, mm -hmm. the idea was to have a meetup group, 
and I was like globally. Um, mm-hmm. So if I can remember correctly, because then we were not thinking about the pandemic yet, was that uh, we would pick a date and then we would like have each uh, meetup group locally organize a meetup, but we would follow like online um, the whole meetup around the world. So it was nice. like a crazy idea, to be honest, uh, but super cool. So it was a little bit like a, a hybrid global uh, meetup ID. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, pandemic hit. Uh, so we went for the online only um, mm-hmm. part. Um, and I think we had a few meetups uh, with cool speakers from all over the world. Um, it was with with um, Marie Lamardo was one of the other core organizers, etc. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. And that's how I met all those people. It was really cool. Um, and I got more and more involved in the community. Um, and then, yeah, this also reflected towards, uh, yeah, few Antwerp at that point. Um, because it was easier, easier to find speakers, you know. And, um, uh, and then we had the idea, you know, it's going well. It's going all right. We get like attendees, like 10 to 20 people coming to our meetups. And people were like, yeah, why are you only doing it in Antwerp? Um, because, you know, there was also people interested in view in uh, the other parts of, of uh, Belgium, of course. Um, <clears throat> and then we had the idea, yeah, why not try to go bigger? Um, and then we switched and rebranded to uh, Bellevue. And uh, Nana, she designed the logo, uh, it was really cool, you know, with the Atomium yeah. and the View logo in there. Um, and then we, yeah, got a few more meetups. And um, then Mark turned up asking uh, how it all is going. And uh, yeah, now we're here, I think. Nice. Well, that's a, that's a pretty interesting story. Uh, so... You, you organize these meetups and as an attendee, it's just like you get a notification, there's a meetup, you go there and then you go home. But what is behind organizing something like this? It's not just like, oh, let's do a meetup and uh, let's meet there and then that's it. Uh, what's behind a, a meetup like this? Uh, I think it all starts with getting the ho- the organizers together to picking a day because that's important because you want a day that is available for most of the organizers mm-hmm. because yeah you want everyone involved because there are many tasks to do um and mainly that's like a date in like two months uh yeah in two months or something two or three months let's say uh and then you get yeah you start with um looking for for speakers of course uh, i think we mainly aim for two or three speakers uh, at an evening. Mm-hmm. Um, we tried before with with four or five speakers, uh, mm-hmm. but then we kind of understood that, like at the end, it gets like ten o'clock uh, in the evening, yeah, and that really gets late for yeah on a work yeah, day, especially if it's after work, right? Yeah, it's the, too long. The, most of our meetups are like on uh, on Thursday, so you still have the Friday Friday to to work. Oh, yeah. Um, so we, we scaled it down a little, um, but I think that's, that was a good idea because we, uh, yeah, the value that we, we, we bring is better now, I think. 
um because there's also more space to just like network and and just chat after um the meetups um because we noticed that people yeah if it's like 10 o'clock in the evening and that's the last talk yeah they go home straight after it um yeah yeah i think the the networking part of a meetup or even like a conference is the most interesting run right because you get to talk from with people from everywhere and with all different kinds of opinions about stuff so you get into talking and ideas just spark out of mm-hmm. out of nothing right that's yeah. actually i think actually uh, where i was uh, last year at the at the was it last year yes last year at the last uh, meetup we had there where i also gave a talk i think there it came the idea to me for the talk that i gave now in vujas amsterdam i even told someone of the attendees oh I think it would be a good idea to come up with like uh, the virtual DOM talk after this reactivity talk. So it's sort of, it's a continuation of, of that talk. So yeah, that's how, how ideas are created and uh, like yeah. networking, right? So it's not all about the talks. Yeah, uh, yeah, indeed. Indeed. Uh, and it's also a good uh, opportunity to meet like people, like interesting people, cool people. Um, just, just one of the things that I think like last year time, uh, in Ghent, where we have you, had you as a speaker. Um, yeah, of course, we met a little bit more. Uh, so it was easier in Amsterdam to like to say, hey, Mark, how are you doing? Uh, yeah. But also, I also remember like meeting um, um, Elian. Um, he also oh, gave yeah. a talk yeah, at yeah. Uh, Jazz World, uh, but he was there as an attendee at our last um, yeah. Yeah, Bellevue meetup. And I was talking with him and I was super chill to like, yeah, meet interesting people like him uh, and see how they grow and, and how they, yeah, what they're doing. Um, and we can like help each other, you know? And that's the cool thing about uh, the networking part as well. Yes, exactly. All right. And um, you, t- you talked now a little bit about uh, what goes into um, organizing a meetup and but what's the most challenging part is it finding speakers is is it finding a venue is it finding a date maybe uh what's the most challenging part um what's the most challenging part i think is um because for example finding speakers it's it's challenging because not everyone wants to speak especially in the beginning uh it was really Mm -hmm. yeah hard It, it was tougher to find people that wanted to speak and most of the time it's one of the organizers that also give a talk there um but i think it was a good way to start uh and and finding a venue don't think that's what is really an issue uh thanks to the companies that most of us work for um for example Ericom, they have like um places available um Mm-hmm. And 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 have connections to other companies with also places available. So we, we finding a venue is not really an issue. Uh, but for me personally, one is time management. Um, mm-hmm. Indeed, finding the date and finding a day that fits for everyone. Um, spending time to like organize it because it's yeah everyone does it in his free time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also like the time management of everyone that wants to commit. And, and commits, you know, like the, the difference there. Um, uh, uh, because sometimes everyone is like super, super into it. And like, yeah, 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 well, let's do it. And then um, two weeks before someone, yeah, 
is 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 too busy with his, uh, his personal life, and then then you have to take over, or someone else has to take over is it that part and that stuff. Um, so that's that. I think time management is one of the biggest things. Um, mm-hmm. And well, another thing that I find very difficult was um, like the one in Ghent. Um, I took most of the responsibility to organize that one because mm-hmm. I was in connection with with the. the people from the venue like um or with you mark to get you all the way from luxembourg to to belgium um and get the hotel and that stuff but the other thing was that um it was at a awesome venue in a football stadium yeah um <laughs> but at that night there was also a football match so that really went crazy um especially for like okay how are we going to do this how are going our attendees getting here like parking etc because there were like i think thousands of people there for the for the football a football game so uh, yeah it was really like stressy like yeah i felt a responsibility for the attendees um to get them there um all right yeah yeah i i remember we were driving to the hotel together right and uh, we saw like the whole bunch of like football fans chanting and walking on the streets police stopping the cars and stuff yeah and we were like oh yes we didn't consider this <laughs> but i mean it turned out great i think the turn up was good people were excited yeah. uh that's yeah. what matters right yeah yeah, yeah. in the end it was a really good one yeah all right and you so uh I think enough about the the meetup thing. Something else I want to talk to you about is the uh, Chakra UI view. So you are a core team member there. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit what is ac- actually Chakra UI or and Chakra UI view? Yeah. So as you said correctly, we have Chakra UI and we have Chakra UI view. Um, so what is the thing? Um, it is a design system implementation that allows you to build design systems or applications uh, with speed. But as you, you we have Chakra UI, and this is mainly, um, it's like a mothership, that, um, and it's mainly like uh, focused on React. Um, and then one day we have Jonathan, um, who was really inspired by this, um, and he got in talks, um, and he created a view um, variant of this. So um, nice. we have Chakra UI view, which is, yeah, focused on, um, yeah, the view, uh, the view nation, you know, um, and yeah, it's, 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 it started as a component library where, um, the idea was to bring developers and designer closer together, mm-hmm. um, thanks to the whole theming API, but now it's, it's really like a chakra verse, you know, there's so much going on, uh, so much, so many things that we're trying to solve, that we are solving um, behind the scene with the whole team. Um, and and it's also like getting more framework agnostic. Um, it's not only just React and Vue anymore. Um, yeah. We're looking into expanding, you know, like uh, making nice. framework agnostic. <laughs> yeah. I love that term, uh, Chakraverse. <laughs> Chakraverse, yeah. <laughs> Chakraverse, <laughs> it's nice. And uh, how did you come up, uh, how did you end up becoming a, a core team member there. How, how did that happen? Well, uh, remember that I was talking about Worldview, the meetup, um, yeah. the global meetup. Well, at one of those meetups, at one of those summits, uh, Jonathan was speaking there. And he was talking about Chakra, Chakra Eye View. Um, and I was really amazed about it. 
and I thought like I have to try this, so I went on and try and just try it out, and then I I think I just tweeted about this one. Hey, they created this. Uh, looks pretty real cool, and and Jonathan kind of rea- he he like um reacted or commented on it, and and we got like a little bit of yeah talking, and um. And I was trying out a, little, a few more things like Chakra Y View with Nuxt and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I found the docs not uh, completely complete enough. So I added a few things there and, and changed a few things. Uh, and that's how I got more and more involved in the Chakra Y uh, yeah, first, let's say. Um, and more involved there and was like more active on the Discord and, and wrote a few things about it. And... Um, one thing led to another, you know. Um, one day, Jonathan messaged me from, like, yeah, now view two is going to view three. Of course, we need to like have Chakra Y view <laughs> migrated to view three, and the idea was to write it from scratch. We had all the TypeScript stuff and everything, you know. Um, and he was like, yeah, I am not going to be able to do this on my own because most of the Chakra Y view part he did on his own I had help from a few cool people um but he was like the core maintainer of it <laughs> and he was like i could use help um and, and and to be honest i was like i don't know if i can help you know uh i don't know typescript at that time i learned typescript thanks to chakra um and that stuff it felt overwhelming but it was super chill it was super cool about it and it was like yeah we can start low also need help with docs and uh, yeah, that's how I get rolled into it. Um, and then, and then, amazing things happened. You know, I met the whole Chakra team, um, just all super awesome people from all all over the world. Um, we also had a in life in real life uh, meeting meetup in 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 Dubai and stuff. Um, nice. And that's how it it rolled, and we expanded the team. And I think we are now with five uh, people of the Chakra Y view team um then they all rolled in exactly the same just like helping out in the discord trying to open a pull request or solving an issue and more and more and then we we're like hey you're doing so much want to join the core team and get more involved or want to join as a core contributor you know and uh yeah that's awesome so before i let you go um <laughs> Before we started recording, you told me that you are a passionate traveler. You know, your hobby is traveling. Uh, yeah. What is your favorite traveling spot you've been so far? And do you have any plans uh, in the next future to travel somewhere? Well, it's a really hard question about what's my favorite spot. Um, and mainly, I travel with my wife. Mainly, um, and we love doing this on, on with us too. Um, because there's so many, every every trip has its own experience, you know. Um, like like uh, the travel experience to Dubai um, was amazing, mostly because of meeting the Chakrai Y team. I also, um, yeah, I went with my wife there um, and, and that stuff. But I think, especially for, for just like the traveling part, um, we kind of fell in love with... Um, the the US, uh, um, like uh, we we did it like a few times now, exploring every part of it. Um, our honeymoon was like in Florida and California. So, nice, you know. Um, I really enjoy it there. There's so many 
different aspects. Uh, every every part is different. Every part has its own thing. Um, it's really cool. Um, and 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 yeah, we have new plans, and that is also indeed go there um, once again. Um, to go to um, the more central part. I don't know if it's really central, but like we start in Nashville and the Memphis, you know, the whole um, nice. country part of it. Um, it's going to be real cool. Um, yeah, looking forward for that. Nice. You, you go see, you go see the birthplace of uh, Elvis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's Graceland. Uh, that, yeah, that's uh, that's on the on the agenda to to stop in Graceland. Yeah. Nice. All right. So thanks a lot, Sibren, for all your insights. And thanks to the audience, everyone that watched and listened. Thanks for tuning in and see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.